0: communion Sunday middle church Um, it is BYOE so bring your own elements but some of you may have baked Easter bread with us and if you did please take a picture tag us we would love to see it and we are looking forward to breaking the same bread with you today Um, it is also Asian American Pacific Islander Desi American Heritage Month Um, what are you doing to commemorate you know let us know we like to do things together Uh, Let's go into our morning hymn. If you'd like to follow along, the words are in the bulletin. Um, You know, that that link that I put in the chat thread, they're helpful, you know, useful. Uh, But for now, let us take a deep centering breath, reminding us that God is indeed in our very breath. And let us worship God together. Thank you.
1: Come on, clap your hands and stand on your feet.
2: good morning. I'm also so glad that you've chosen to spend this Sunday morning worshiping with us at Middle Church. My name is Amanda. I'm one of the pastors at Middle Church and I use she, her pronouns. I'm wondering where you are worshiping with us from this morning. Whether you're watching with us on YouTube or on our homepage or on Facebook, there's a chat feature and our ushers and deacons and staff are there talking and we'd love for you to chat with us as well. So open up the chat and type in where it is that you are worshiping with us from. We're so glad that you're here. How many of you participated in our Revolutionary Love Conference last week? Yes, that was just last week. And yes, today is Sunday. That was a free public service announcement for you. Wasn't the conference amazing? It was clear to me that we are in need of a movement of revolutionary love of healing of body and mind and soul and of positive action more than ever before. If you attended, you should have received um, copies and videos and recordings of that amazing conference this week, put those in the world. We are in need of revolutionary love now more than ever. On Tuesday, I hope that you'll join us as we kick off our revolutionary love giving campaign. Look for more information about that, but know that it takes all of us thinking and healing and giving to keep this movement going. There are many ways that you can continue worshiping with us this entire week. On Wednesday, you can do yoga with Bianca. Tomorrow morning and every Monday morning, we have time for prayer and scripture with the pastor. We're about to start up a Howard Thurman book study, We have a spiritual retreat on the way, and there are virtual coffee hours that you can have with both Jackie and myself so we can check in with you and see how you're doing. Friends, what would it be like to imagine a movement of revolutionary love in the world if that were a guiding public ethic? That's what we're going to imagine now as we move into a time of prayer as our wonderful deacon Kayede leads us in singing John Lennon's Imagine. After we pray, we will recite the Lord's Prayer together in whatever way that feels good to you, and then we will pass the peace. So as we move into prayer, may the peace of God be with all of you. Let's pray.
0: You May the peace that passes all understanding be with you,
1: now and always.
2: Hi, I'm Julia. I'm in Born Hill,
1: Brooklyn. Peace be with you. Hi, from Manhattan, sending the love and the peace from Antoine Hopper to all members and everyone out there with a heart. I love you. La paz sea con
3: vosotros.
4: Peace be with you. Amen.
3: 願主個平安 Joy. Peace.
0: Peace. Peace. Oh, peace. 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 Peace be with you. Love to you all, um, and may the peace of God be with you.
5: We got this.
1: Hi, middle family. Peace be with you. Peace be with you. Peace. Peace, peace be, be, be with me. you.
3: Mwah. Peace be unto you. Que la gracia y paz de Dios esté con todos ustedes.
6: Peace
1: be with
3: you. Peace be with you. Peace be with you, or in German,
5: Friede sei mit euch.
1: Peace be with you. Good morning. Peace be with you. Oh, look! A hand!
5: May the peace of God be with you. Morning, friends. Peace be with you. Peace be with you, middle family. Love you. Friede sei mit dir. Peace be
3: with you. Carry it to the ones you love.
5: Hello, my little brothers and sisters.
6: Elizabeth here. I'm wishing you so much peace.
7: We are in Inwood, and we are wishing you peace this morning. Peace be with you, Middle family.
6: I'm holding you. Hi, Middle. This is Bianca.
3: I'm out in Brooklyn, breathing with you and wishing you peace. Paz si te quiero mucho.
6: Today's scripture lesson comes from the Gospel of Luke, chapter six, verses 17 to 21. It's the story of Jesus' teaching and healing. He came down with them and stood on a level place with a great crowd of his disciples and a great crowd of people from all Judea, Jerusalem, and the coasts of Tyre and Sidon. They had come to hear him and to be healed of their diseases. And those who were troubled with unclean spirits were cured and all in the crowd were trying to touch him, for power came out of him and healed all of them. Then he looked up at his disciples and said, blessed are you who are poor, for yours is the kingdom of God. Blessed are you who are hungry now, for you will be filled. Blessed are you who weep now, for you will laugh. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Amen.
4: Middle family, we are living through difficult days, an overwhelming season of grief and uncertainty. In just a short time, the coronavirus has spread across the landscape of our lives and become our new terrible reality. We are living through a challenging time where people are getting sick and people are dying, where people are losing their jobs and their health care. And although we are all in this thing together, there are clear inequities in how the virus is affecting people of color and poor people of all colors. For example, in New York City, black and brown people are twice as likely to be killed by the virus than white people. And if New York City is the center of the outbreak in this nation, then the poorest neighborhoods are the center's center. The health inequalities that we are seeing in the city and across America are not new. They stretch far back in time to when the founding fathers owned slaves and when the Supreme Court declared in 1857 that black people had no rights that white people were bound to respect. Today, we as a nation have created a convenient narrative to explain why people of color are being killed by the coronavirus at higher rates. We say it's because they have more underlying health conditions. But this convenient narrative, this blame the victim narrative, is a racist one. It implies that the problem is people of color, rather than the underlying social and economic and political forces that affect their health. The racist narrative that people of color and their poor health are responsible for their higher death rates also ignores the fact that a disproportionate share of essential workers are women of color. It also ignores the fact that staying at home is a privilege that not everyone in this country can afford. As an anti-racist congregation, each of us must continually interrupt racist narratives and replace them with anti-racist counter-narratives. We must tell the truth about the oppression of people of color, the oppression that they have endured in this nation for over four centuries. And we must tell the stories of their courageous resistance to oppression. It's the first Sunday of Asian History Month, and so we send our love to our Asian sisters and brothers who are facing and courageously resisting the spread of racism in America and around the world. Racism against Asians is not new, but it certainly is spreading. Some of our elected officials are calling the coronavirus the Chinese virus. Don't be fooled by those who can't lead us and so they lie to us. Don't be fooled by those who can't admit their shortcomings and so they scapegoat the vulnerable. There's no such thing as a Chinese virus, but the virus of racism is very real. And because we are an anti-racist church, each of us must consistently name and identify racism so that we can begin to dismantle it. Everything we're going through right now, Jesus faced. He lived through challenging times when unknown diseases were disproportionately killing his people. Why were they killing his people at such high rates? Because they were oppressed and marginalized, rebuked and scorned by the dominant Roman society. They had no rights that Romans were bound to respect. They were segregated forced to live in neighborhoods that lacked resources and opportunities. As Raphael Warnock says, they were stopped and frisked, arrested on trumped-up charges, and incarcerated with no due process. Jesus himself would become a death row inmate in Rome's prison industrial complex. And Jesus' people were poor, broke as the Ten Commandments, exploited by regressive tax policies that took from the needy and gave to the greedy. And the stress of it all affected their health. So how did Jesus handle this? One thing he did was he practiced social distance. He practiced it not as a public health directive, but as a spiritual discipline. Scripture tells us that he regularly spent time in solitude and prayer. Every now and then we should spend time in solitude to reconnect with ourselves and the Holy. We can't be caught up in the struggle all the time. We can't be caught up in the news on TV all the time. We can't be caught up in other people's lives all the time. Every now and then we need to get away from our friends and our family, our phones and our laptops, so we can take time to recharge and reflect. Howard Thurman says that there are some things that only the stillness of the heart makes clear. Maybe we can use the season of social distancing to quiet our hearts and listen for what it reveals to us. So Jesus practiced social distancing as a spiritual discipline. And rather than being overly discouraged by the challenges he faced, he also made love go viral. He was always making love go viral. He healed the sick, even those with pre-existing conditions, and he didn't charge them a copay. He preached about setting free those held captive in Rome's prison industrial complex, including inmates with weak immune systems that made them vulnerable to viruses spreading through correctional facilities. He welcomed immigrants, even those falsely accused of bringing drugs and crime into the country. And not only did he comfort the afflicted, he afflicted the comfortable, and not out of hatred, but because he knew that being well-adjusted to injustice and well-adapted to indifference makes equality feel like oppression. That's why he said, Blessed are you who are poor, for yours is the reign of God. Blessed are you who are hungry now, for you will be filled. And then he continued, But woe to you who are rich, for you have received your consolation. Woe to you who are full now, for you will be hungry. Throughout his lifetime, a lot of bad stuff was spreading all around him. But rather than being overcome by it, he made love go viral. For him, love was about so much more than kindness and charity. It was about equality and justice. It was about sharing wealth and power. And it was about ending health inequities. At the center of his love were those on the margins of society. He was outraged that his people were getting sick and dying because of social neglect and exploitation. He wanted them to live long and prosperous lives. So he was always working to create a better world for them. He was always working to make love go viral. Middle family, each of us is an essential worker in making love go viral. Each of us is an essential worker in flattening the curve of inequality. Each of us is an essential worker in flattening the curve of hate. Red, yellow, black, and white, we're all needed in this fight. Even in this season that we're in this difficult time of grieving and uncertainty, each of us is an essential worker in the fight against racism and for a better world. And in order to make love go viral, we need to believe that we can do it. We need to believe in our own power. Racism and inequality thrive when people fail to believe in their power. No matter who you are, you have the power to make love go viral. Jesus was a poor carpenter with no formal education who could hardly read and write, and yet he taught the world so much about how to love. The world is waiting on each of you of each of us to believe in our power. The world is waiting on each of us to make love go viral. I wanna thank our amazing pastor, the Reverend Dr. Jackie Lewis for inviting me to preach this sermon. I also wanna thank my entire Middle Church family for your love and support. And I wanna thank everyone who tuned in today. May God bless you, stay safe and healthy, keep the faith, and spread the love.
5: Let us commune with the living God. Jesus said, all of us who are poor are blessed. The kingdom of God belongs to all of us. All of us who are hungry are blessed. It is promised that we will be filled.
2: Jesus said we are blessed in our weeping. It is promised that we will once again laugh. Our mourning will turn to joy in the cycle of living, dying, grief, and celebration.
6: Our Jesus, rabbi, preacher, teacher, and healer, broke bread with his disciples and said, This, this is my body, broken for you. When you eat this bread, do it remembering me. Do it resisting oppression. Do it in revolutionary love.
0: And then he took the cup and he shared it and he said, this is the new covenant poured out for many. When you drink it, do so in remembrance of me. Do so resisting injustice. Do so in the hope of healing. Do so in revolutionary love.
8: your hands find a prayer at your heart and just take a moment to close your eyes or find a soft gaze and feel the vibrations of the mantra notice the shift and the change in your body if any and by coming together raising our voices up as one we elevate the collective consciousness to relieve suffering for all human beings. Take a big breath in, big breath out, and closing our mantra practice with the sound of OM, breathing in.
0: And now let us pray the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples to pray. Um, We invite you to pray it in whatever language you know it, whatever version you know. You're also welcome to pray the inclusive version that Middle uses with me. Ever loving and holy God, hallowed be your name. Your reign come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the reign and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen.
7: Hello, Middle. My name is Ivan Anderson. I'm a member here at Middle Collegiate Church. I'm also in Queer Black Men in the Middle and I'm a tenor, woo in the fabulous Doris Johnson Gospel Choir. And it is my joy to bring today's Join the Movement. I've been inspired recently by a story which comes from the Eastern European tradition called stone soup. And the story goes something like this: There are some travelers who come to a town with nothing more than a large pot. They take that pot down to the river, they fill it with water, they build a fire, and they put the pot on the fire and put a stone inside the pot. And before long, the curious, maybe nosy neighbors come out and say, Hey, like, what are you doing? And the Travelers respond by saying, oh, we're making stone soup. It's an amazing old recipe. It's so delicious, and it will be outstanding and phenomenal. But it will be better if we had some carrots or better if we had some onions or some potatoes or some meat for those of us who love meat like myself. Uh, And wouldn't you know it, one uh, townsperson said, well, I've got some potatoes, and the other had some carrots, and the other had some onions, and the other had some meat, and before long there was a soup that everyone could enjoy in the community. And the takeaway for me from the story is that when we all give, we all have enough. I'll say it again, in my preacher voice this time. When we all give, we all have enough. And I really wanna encourage us in this time, COVID has really unearthed or unmasked, I think, the uncertainty and the disparity that has already existed in in the system and in our, our society. But I want to encourage us to still remember that we're part of a community. And this particular community, this community at Middle Collegiate Church, does its part to try to make the wrongs right, to take in justice and make it justice, to root out hatred and replace it with love. And so I want to encourage everyone who is listening to, if you haven't already, join the movement. Well, how do you do that? I'm so glad you asked. Uh, You can go to our website, middlechurch.org, and there is a link. Uh, in the upper right corner to uh, to join the movement, it's called join. Uh, right next to that link is a link to uh, give or donate, and I want to encourage you if you're able to click that link as well. I won't beat around the bush. Uh, doing revolutionary love work, doing great things like our revolutionary love conference, which happened last week, uh, takes your your time, but also takes your treasure, your your financial gifts. And I've always been so humbled and grateful uh, for the fact that at Middle, there's no gift too large or too small. Everyone's gift is honored. If you're bringing a carrot to the soup or a potato to the soup, uh, we're always grateful for folks showing up in their best way to feed this great community. So how can you do that? Well, again, as I said, on the homepage, there are, there's a link uh, to donate. Um, there's also a link in the uh, YouTube chat if you are in YouTube watching us today. Uh, you may also go to uh, our Facebook page, Middle Collegiate Church, and you can donate there. And lastly, you can text to give. The number is 917 924 4666. Again, 917 924 4666. I'm so grateful for all of you, Middle. Thank you so much for everything you do to make this community a community that loves me, feeds me, and loves me just as I am as I come through the door. I can't wait to give all of you big hugs in the very, very near future.
9: i
5: Jackie here. Thank you so much, Matlin, for that beautiful sermon. Thank you everybody for participating in worship today. Thank you so much for coming to spend this time with us. If you're curious about more worship materials, go to middlechurch.org and find there so many beautiful resources. You can find them also on our YouTube channel or on our Facebook. What if we could make love go viral? What if the way we be with each other, talk to each other, the things we share with each other, the way we interact with each other, what if it is so much love that is contagious? I want to invite you into our love revolution. Go to middlechurch.org slash join if you'd like to come be a part of us. And in the meantime, no matter where you are today, may God bless you and keep you. May God make her face to shine upon you. May God Lift up his countenance upon you and be gracious unto you. May they give you so much love, overflowing love, that you are contagious. Amen.
1: They such love. Love is an action. It's over. Lightly, sort of, said to be heard, Mm -hmm. and everyday actions and reactions are chances to make. Shit